Fix. Good afternoon, Common Room. It is Ben Cullen here with your Sports Fix for the week. Manchester City have completed the treble and become the sixth English team to win the European Cup, or now Champions League. Pep Guardiola is the first manager to win a treble of league title, domestic cup and Champions League with two clubs, having also done so with Barcelona in 2008-2009. A very emotional City midfielder, Jack Grealish, said, This is what you work your whole life for. I'm so happy. I was awful, but I don't care. To win the treble with this group of players is so special. Everyone who knows me knows how much I love football, and this is what I've worked my whole life for. Congratulations, Manchester City. What an achievement. Novak Djokovic showed his greatness once again by overcoming a sticky start to win a men's record 23 Grand Slam titles. He took victory over Norway's Kasper Ruud in the French Open final. Djokovic was far from his best in the initial stages, but his quality in the first set tie-break laid the platform for a 7-6-6-3-7-5 victory. The Serb moves into the outright lead of men's majors ahead of Rafael Nadal and becomes the first man to win all four majors at least three times. Victory on the Paris clay moves Djokovic alongside Serena Williams in terms of Grand Slam titles with only Margaret Court standing in front of him with 24 majors. F1 leader Max Verstappen says that if he cannot win any race this year, he would like to see Fernando Alonso win it instead. Verstappen's Red Bull team have won all seven races so far, and he says it's possible they could win them all. But the Dutchman said, if you ask me one driver who I'd like to see win a race, it's him. Verstappen, who leads the Drivers' Championship by 53 points, said Alonso deserves it. He's a real racer. Alonso said he was optimistic that Aston Martin could be more competitive in Canada this weekend than they were at the last race in Spain when they had their weakest performance of the season. We are delighted to welcome back Rashini Turner to the show. She is a Hong Kong Rugby Union National 15s player and she joins us via Zoom. What about you as an individual? How do you think you played? How was your preparation? Where is your, you know, your body at right now? Are you injury-free? Have you got some niggles? Yeah, I think I'm quite lucky. I'm very, I've been quite injury-free this season. Um, I don't know whether it's, I think I personally tried to up the amount of SNC that I'm doing. So outside of the two gym sessions, I'll do either my own personal work-ons or rehab session just to make sure that my, my body's right. Uh, I think it's because of my position. My position's really attritional. So I, I'm getting through like a lot, if not the the most tackles, close to the most contacts in a session, and I think that's that's what makes me a good rugby player. So I have to, I guess, put the work outside of it to to make yeah, make sure that I, I'm in one piece at the end of the season. I think I played I played 23 games this season, wow. and most of it were 80 minutes. So like the recovery piece and the SNC piece is pretty massive. Yeah, and, and what about your personal performance? How do you think you played? Yeah, I think I, I I dumped a few few Kazakh girls. Um, I think I'd probably, I probably I felt like I was getting through a lot of physical work. So in that game against Kazakhstan in particular, it just felt like they were coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. Uh, and I was proud that I was able to put a few of them on their backs. Um, but then in response, I felt like I couldn't do as much in attack. Uh, I felt like I was spending so much try time trying to just slow them down or do whatever that 
I, I was I, either getting in the wrong spaces or it's just knackering myself out. Got it. Got it. Another another learning experience, though, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, massively. Um, and I think by coming back from it, usually I, I I now know what my process is after games and especially losing games. Like, I'm a terrible, terrible loser. Um, but after that game, I was like, okay, tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to be miserable. But you allow the hour to be miserable and then you can just get on with it, have an ice cream. Yeah. Uh, self happy again and then get on with it. Good, good, good attitude. What about um, the the path forward from here? I'm sure there's still an element of disappointment that you're not making the tournament. But as you said, you need to dust yourself off and, and crack on with the, with the next cycle. So wh- where are you guys at right now? What's next? Yeah, so we are hoping to play some international rugby at the end of this year. It, we're not sure who that will be, but the, the end goal is basically getting to Rugby World Cup 2025 and whether that's through the Asian direct qualifier route in 2024, that qualifier is, or through this new global comp that we hope to get into in 2024. Uh, we'll just have to see how that goes. How do you go from the global comp into the World Cup? So there are, I think, four automatic qualifiers from the last World Cup. There are six that come from the regional qualifiers. And then the remaining six are the other top ranked teams after the WXB 2024. Got it. So so it's a reasonable opportunity for, for people there. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, we're... I think we're 17 in the world, but at one point we were 15. I think after this loss, we've dropped down a bit. But we're, we're in the mix. There should be 16 at that 2025 comp. So we want to be there. Got it. Fantastic. Now, Roshini, we do have somewhat of a younger audience at times on the show. And we like to ask our guests about maybe some some things they've done well to get to where, where you are right now. Now, your story is a little bit unusual there where you ended up getting back into the national team. But you've you've come a long way since then. That was three or four years ago. What would you say one or two things have been fundamental to your success and growth as you've gone into international and professional sport? Uh, I, I don't know what I don't want to say cliches, but I think I'm going to come out with them. Uh, I I would say goal setting and prioritization is probably one of the most important things. So uh, I I'm really big now on daily setting goals of what are my top three priorities of things that I need to get done uh, but I almost do it on a more broader basis and I have to do it just because I also work full-time alongside playing rugby so um, for example just through this month obviously it's been really hectic and we've been traveling back and forth uh, but when I'm on tour rugby is the top priority and I have to prioritize that and then when I'm back on the ground I'm prioritizing work and then that and that can shift and it's okay to change those priorities but if you're not clear about where you're going you're just you're just going to try and do everything all at once yeah very good one more thing one more thing uh just keep chipping away um like things won't won't happen immediately i i was terrible at rugby when i started like terrible terrible i think that's the why i skipped and was very punchy in the first bit about um how i got to to where i was i Partially, it was because I was blind. I didn't wear contact lenses until I was 16, and that changed the game. I could actually catch the ball because I could see where it was. Um, but I, um, I just had to work really, really hard because I'm, I'm quite slim, small, 
And when I went to the UK, it was one of the smallest people on the pitch. And so for us, for, for me, I just had to keep chipping away at the tackling and getting used to it and just getting better each day because eventually you'll get there. It's yeah. just small steps. Good, good. Well, Roshini, thank you so much for joining us today. Commiserations once again, but congratulations on, on all of the work you put in personally as well as the team. Good luck in your next cycle and, and hopefully we can see you guys back in action before the end of the year. Great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. There is wet weather expected for this weekend, but I doubt that will change the outcome of the race. Red Bull have been so dominant this season. Can they go eight from eight? The Canadian Grand Prix is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend all, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. 